One day to call my mama to remind her we ain't broke. I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. It's a night I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. Look at him go, look at him go, 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 go. Welcome to the Los Most Tier Sports Podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I'm your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers. And today, I'm by myself. Hanson couldn't make it tonight, but I still wanted to get my Sunday NFL predictions out of the way. So I wanted to come in here. It'd probably be a real short podcast, but I just wanted to come in, talk about my my predictions for this coming Sunday, as I like to do every week. I do first want to touch on the Miami Dolphins versus the Jacksonville Jaguars from Thursday night. <sighs> Not good <laughs> for my Jacksonville Jaguars, who I some for some reason had hope in this season um, after week one. Uh, yeah, the hope is gone. We're rebuilding. It's fine. Uh, but the Dolphins look good. Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, 18 for 20, pulling out the Gardner Minshew uh, completion. Uh, uh, completion percentage there from week one, uh, 18 for 20, 160 yards, two touchdowns, only sacked once. He also had 38 yards on the ground, including the touchdown. Um, but he wasn't the leading rusher, unlike all of last season for the Dolphins. Miles Gaskin had 22 carries for 66 yards. He looked decent. <laughs> um, but this is against the Jaguars defense that I don't trust too much. So I don't know how I still don't really trust Miami's rushing game. But Fitzpatrick did Fitzpatrick things. He came out. He looked great. Uh, 133 rating, QBR 97, and that he looked good. And there's not much that you can say. But I don't know how much you can actually look into this game um, when it's the Jaguars and the Dolphins. I, I mean, they're at the bottom of their divisions. Obviously, Miami's going to finish third <laughs> because, good God, the Jets are terrible. But, I mean... <sighs> What the, you have Jacecki and Parker, who are great options for Fitzpatrick, but that's about what the offense is. Like, like Jakeem Grant isn't really solidified yet. Isaiah Ford, Preston Williams, these guys really aren't there yet. I forgot Pitt, Fitzpatrick actually caught one of his own passes. Uh, but and like I said, Miles Gaskin and Jordan Howard and Matt Breida, these guys aren't really solidified running backs. I mean, the Dolphins, there's not, here's the thing about both of these teams. They're going to compete with other good teams, but they're not really going to win a lot. Like the Dolphins, they're going to compete and they're going to be a headache for someone. And they'll probably get the odd upset here or there. And the and Jaguars, as we saw against Indianapolis, they're going to compete some games. Gardner Minshew is going to come out and they're going to be fine. Um, but they're not going to do much. I, I will say, I think the Jaguars offense was extremely lacking without DJ Chark. He wasn't playing in this game. So Gardner, who threw 42 passes for 275, was mostly throwing to his running back, James Robinson and Keelan Cole, who is barely a number two, let alone a number one. Um, and then Chris Thompson and Chris Conley. I mean, good God, Chris Conley had eight targets and only three catches. And yes, Gardner missed him on that really long touchdown. But Conley just had like three drive-killing drops. And it was really just, oh, it was terrible. It was bad. Uh, Chenault it looked pretty decent. Uh, six targets, five catches. Yeah, I mean, and O'Shaughnessy and Tyler Eifert, they're going to be solid at tight end. 
they need this offense needs DJ Chark. I mean, DJ Chark just uh, absolutely makes this team so much better on the offensive side of the ball. Um, so hopefully, when the Jaguars get him back, they're going to start rolling again. But I, I, like I said, I still don't think they're really going to be competing too much, um, especially in their division. I think they, they can hang with the Texans because the Texans don't look great. But we saw again, well, Tennessee they hung in there too. Who's the other team in their division? Indy, they already beat it. Okay, you know what? I may have talked myself into <laughs> No, no. I, yeah, it, it was Jaguars-Dolphins. There's not too much to take out of this because these teams won't really mean much in about 10 to 15 or 10 to 12 weeks. So it, it was an entertaining game. It's going to be better than this upcoming Thursday night game, which is the Jets and the Broncos. Jesus, I'm not – I'm just – I probably won't watch. I Actually, I can't watch because I'll be at home, so I'll watch the highlights – or I'll be at work. I mean, I'll watch the highlights, I guess, afterwards. Oh, boy. All right. <clears throat> Let's talk about Sunday real quick. The Bears visiting the Falcons. <sighs> the Bears are 2-0, and and the Falcons are 0-2. That's weird. The Falcons are still favored, minus 3 at home with a 47 over under. I like the Falcons. I don't know. If, mm, it depends on which Trubisky we get. And, you know, if, they, if David Montgomery can stay healthy and keep doing what he's doing, Ooh, that's going to be interesting. Um, we're going to have to see. But, but yeah, it, it's going to come up to see. It, it's going to be which Trubisky we get. I mean, are we going to get the fourth quarter guy? Are we going to get the guy who played last week? Because actually, Trubisky looked decent last week and the Bears looked decent last week. And Julio Jones is potentially injured, but we know Julio plays through these injuries. It's only a hamstring injury, so I can see him still playing through that. Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage and this whole Hayden Hurst, this whole offense is kind of clicking for the Falcons, even though this they had that demoralizing loss last week to Dallas. I'm I'm interested to see how the Falcons bounce back, but I think they will be able to outscore the Bears because the Bears defense doesn't scare me anymore. Um, but the Falcons don't either. So if Mitch and David Montgomery actually come to play, which they have actually in the last five quarters of football, this is going to be a solid game, and I could see the Bears getting the, I guess you call it an upset, um, but I actually like the Falcons at home here. Yeah, with, that one's going to be interesting, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the Falcons on that one. Uh, Rams at Bills, 2-0 versus 2-0. I like this matchup. This is going to be really fun to watch. Josh Allen, who is one of the MVP candidates right now, alongside, you know, Russell Wilson. <laughs> so, probably someone else in there too um it's going you know that rams defensive line of brockers and um floyd and donald going against josh allen who has been incredible he's thrown 725 and six touchdowns no interceptions on the season yet but this rams defense is going to be good i mean is can stefan play against jalen ramsey can john brown step up if if stefan gets shut out and can Devin Singletary step up with Zach Moss? Like Devin Singletary could secure his job on the team. It, with Zach Moss being out this week, Devin Singletary could go out and perform against a really good defense like this and potentially secure his starting spot on this team. On the other side of the ball, you got, a, you know, a Bills defense who I is not as good as we thought, at, at least through two weeks. They have not been as dominant as we thought they were going to be. They've still been good. They're obviously undefeated. Because because the offense has just been going nuts. So Jared Goff, 
Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Malcolm Brown. This offense against that defense. I I like the Bills just because of the way Josh Allen is throwing the football and running and making his decisions. This receiving core, I knew Stephon Diggs was going to be a huge get for them. So I I have to lean Bills. But the way that the Rams have been playing, they 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 look like the Rams of two years ago on that Super Bowl run. So th- this one's going to be a good game. This is, it's going to be a good game. That's all I really have to say about that. But I am leaning Bills at home. They're favored two points. That's and, and forty six and a half. I might hit that under on that one. The Washington football team going to Cleveland to take on the Browns. One and one. This is an interesting game. Cleveland's favored by seven. Uh, to man, I the Browns are pro, the Browns are going to win this. Um, with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt at that two-headed monster. Baker looked good last week, and they're he's finally getting clicking with Odell. Jarvis is obviously there. Austin Hooper. I'm he's not he hasn't been much of a issue yet so far. But Washington has a good running defense. So, like, that's going to be interesting to watch to see if Chubb or Hunt can get going. If not one of them, then probably the other one. I'm not – that one's going to be interesting to watch and see if Baker can still be protected against a good defensive line. Um, and But the secondary is the part I'm struggling with. If they can get the ball out quick, I think the Browns can move the ball. On the other side, Haskins just needs to play a smart game. And if he can get the ball to Terry McLaurin – they're going to move the football and give the ball to Antonio Gibson. The guy is obviously talented. They obviously like him. His snap count has gone up the past few weeks. So they definitely need to keep getting him the ball because he is a talented young guy. And if they keep getting him the ball, he's eventually going to make some big plays. I think this is going to be closer than people expect. I think Washington will give Cleveland a run for their money, but I do also like Cleveland at home this week. The Titans going to the Vikings. I mean, Derrick Henry's going to have a huge game. That's all I can say. Like, the Vikings have given up two big running games in a row. And Derrick Henry hasn't really – I mean, he has 200 yards on the season. He's already averaging 100 yards a game. But he – I think that he's going to have a breakout, like a 120 – like a 130, 140 type of game with a couple of touchdowns. Tennessee's favored by two and a half as the road team. Over-under is 49. I would actually hammer the under on that one because it's going to be a running game on both sides until Kirk Cousins says to throw the ball. And I don't think he has the offense to do this. And, and the Vikings just lost Anthony Barr too. So Tannehill's going to play his, his game. Derrick Henry's going to run all over this Vikings team. Those young corners are going to get welcomed into the football league. <laughs> Derrick Henry barreling down at him. Yeah. I, I don't see much of a chance that the Vikings, I think the Vikings actually dropped to zero and three. That's not something I expected, but not something I hate seeing. The Raiders, the 2-0 Raiders, the Raiders, going to the Patriots. This one should be really good. Holy crap. I mean, Cam Newton and this and this Patriots team have looked decent through two weeks, losing, obviously, not being able to convert on the last play of the game against the Seahawks. The Raiders, I mean, they, they beat the Saints on what Monday night football last week and they looked good and they beat the Carolina Panthers in a shootout. Basically this should be a really good game. And honestly, if, if Josh Jacobs and Derek Carr and they're losing Henry Ruggs this week, but Darren Waller's just been crazy good for them. Cam Newton's going to have to have a really good game in the air 
in to, to win this game because Josh Jacobs is just he he's going to be dominant on the ground and Cam Newton can do that to an extent but once you're down by a few scores I don't that he's going to have to throw the ball so he's going to have to be good in the air and he has been good in the air this year so I'm I'm looking to I'm ooh Kyle's upset of the week KO's upset of the week I think the the, the, the KO's almost upset of the week we'll call it as I have been calling it Ooh, I think the Raiders are still going to pull this out. I, I I like the Raiders in this game. I really do. Even though New England's favored by so much, I yeah, I like the Raiders. I think I've talked myself into it. I, their defense hasn't been impressive, but they slowed down the Saints, even though they didn't have Michael Thomas. I don't know. I just like that offense, and if, if Cam Newton's going to have to keep up with that offense um, in the air. So we're going to have to see if that can happen, but Again, I always lean back to this Patriots coaching staff, and if anyone can keep doing this and if anyone can keep this consistent, it is going to be McDaniels and Belichick. That's going to be a really good game. I'm going to lean with the Raiders on that one, though. 49ers and Giants, I mean, it's the Niners, even though they're they're snake-bitten, and it's Nick Mullins. (laughs) But, man, but that defense is – this one's weird. I mean, it's so unfortunate that Saquon's out, but now you bring in Devonta Freeman. But the Niners don't have Mostert. They don't have Garoppolo. They don't have Bosa. Man, I don't think they have Sherman. This is that's this is a sad game. <laughs> Hopefully, they got whatever the turf issue was at MetLife fixed for this game. I mean, you. I feel like I still have to go 49ers, but I could see Daniel Jones and the Giants kind of, you know, Darius Slayton. And I, I don't know. I, it's hard to say because I don't know what this 49, this 49ers team is going to be. I don't know how Devonta, if Devonta is going to be the lead back, how he's going to fit into this. I'm not exactly sure. So I, I'm going to lean 49ers, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Cincinnati Bengals going to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Both teams 0-2. One 0-2 team looks extremely impressive. The other 0-2 team looks just awful. And and shocker, it's the Bengals that look good. And I I keep saying I want to see Joe, Joe Burrow get his first win. If they're gonna do it, it could be here. But this is a favor. This is a this is a bad defense against a snake bitten offense. And a good defense against a well, or a good offense versus a snake bitten defense. I, I want. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Joe Burrow. I'm gonna put my confidence in his performance last week and him growing as a player as he did from week one to week two. I think that continues. I think he's gonna look great, and I think he's gonna go into Philadelphia and get his first win as an NFL quarterback. Joe Mixon's gonna have a good game. AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, all these guys. Drew Sample, who stepped up. I think all these guys are going to have a good game. Look for Joe Burrow and the Bengals to get their first win in the Burrow, uh, the Burrow era, I guess we'll call it. Houston Texans going to Pittsburgh. I mean, this is all, all three Watt brothers playing in the same game. That'll be kind of cool. But, but I mean, Pittsburgh's winning this game. <laughs> I mean, the, the the only stat that you need for this game is that Deshaun Watson has been sacked the most uh, by or, He's been the most sacked quarterback, I believe, in the past, like this season and last. Um, and the Steelers have sacked the quarterback the most this season and last. So I, I think that's really all you need. Uh, Benny Snell and James Conner are going to be good at, at the running back position because the Texans just 
I mean, their defensive line is good, but with Big Ben throwing to Deontay Johnson and to Juju Smith-Schuster, there's not going to be a lot that this Texans team can do to keep up. I mean, I think Watson's going to spend half the game on the ground, and there's not going to be much else that they can do. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers win by quite a bit, actually, in this game. Jets and the Colts. The Colts are favored by 11.5 against the Jets. I mean, I Adam Gase needs to be fired. And I don't think I'll stop saying that until it actually happens because he needs to be fired. He's a terrible offensive coach. He's a terrible football coach. I don't get how he – I think he's in the league because he coached Peyton Manning at one point, and I think that's it. Um, so he needs to get out of this league. The Colts, they're going to find something this week, and I think they're going to get in a rhythm, which could be dangerous. Um, with Phil Rivers and Jonathan Taylor, Moali Cox is actually their leading receiver, but I think T.Y. is going to finally click with Phillip um, and those rest of, the rest of this offense. Is, I mean, Jonathan Taylor is going to have a freaking day. I can't wait to watch that. Um, that's going to be awesome. But, yeah, the, the Colts by a million. <laughs> Panthers versus the Chargers. Justin Herbert getting his second start after Tyrod got punctured in the lug. That's just crazy. I still can't believe that happened last week. But Herbert looked good, and he actually, you know, stuck with Patrick Mahomes. He almost beat Mahomes last week. Now with a week of preparation and actually, you know, with some – and Eckler looked good last week, and he's actually got some experience under his belt against this Panthers defense that has not been performing well. I'm very excited to watch this Chargers team. And this Charger – and the, the Chargers defense is good too. We can't forget that. Like, they, they disrupted Patrick Mahomes last week. They found something that uh, to kind of slow down that Chiefs offense. And I think without Christian McCaffrey, these Panthers are going to be under the same thing. Honestly, like Bridgewater is going to have to make plays and they have the wide receiver core to do it, but I don't know if they're going to be able to do what they need to do against this, against this defense. Um, because like I said, with Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram and all these guys on the Chargers defense, I just don't know if they're going to be able to do what they need to do. So I'm actually going with Justin Herbert. Two rookie uh, wins this week in the NFL. Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow I'm going with. The Broncos and the Buccaneers. I mean, the Broncos, or the, the sorry, <laughs> I'm not that crazy. The Buccaneers are going to win this. They're going to go up 2-0 in the season. That's fine. Um, I don't look for this to be a great game. The, yeah, neither. I think it's going to be ugly because I still, that Broncos defense is still somewhat impressive but I mean, they kept the, they kept the defense kept them in the game when Jeff Driscoll was the quarterback against Pittsburgh. So, I mean, the, this defense is good. And, but it, you know, if Drew Locke was in here, I might call for an upset, but with Driscoll at quarterback and Bortles is the freaking backup. Now I don't see much. Oh, and they don't have Cortland Sutton either. I don't see a lot on this offense. That's going to be able to compete with the Buccaneers. I mean, that's the, uh, there's just no way. So I'm definitely going with the Buccaneers on this one to go up 2-1. That's fine. Y'all can hop on the hype train. That uh, Do do it all you want. I am not getting on that one. The Lions going to the Cardinals. Cardinals are going to win this one pretty easily. I mean, this was – was this Kyler's debut last year? I think it was. Um, yeah, and I mean, Kyler's just been absolutely fantastic. I mean, Hopkins is a great fit. He's obviously had a huge impact on Kyler Murray's development. And, you know, it just comes down to this. The Cardinals offense is better than the Lions defense and the Cardinals defense is better than the Lions offense. 
<laughs> I mean, it's not. It doesn't get much simpler than that. Also, the Cardinals are favored by five and a half, and the over under is fifty five point five. So that's kind of wild. Look for the Cardinals to put up fifty five points this week. <laughs> um, yeah, I. It could be close, but I don't. Especially with the Lions getting Kenny Galladay back. So the Lions could find something on offense, but and they're going to. They're going to put up big passing yards, I think, because they're going to be down and throwing the ball late in the game. So I definitely look for the Cardinals to win this pretty easily. I mean, once you get up as you're with the Cardinals, like did you you run the ball with Kenyon Drake, Kyler Murray, and Chase Edmonds. I mean, it's it's really hard to come back on a team like that. And the Cowboys Seahawks, uh, that's going to be a great game. I really. Th- Cowboys 1-1, one one, really in danger of being 0-2 last week with that miraculous victory. Let's see how they carry that into this game against the Seahawks, who are 2-0. Ooh, 57 over under. I really, It's going to be high because both of these quarterbacks have been cooking. I think both of these teams are like top three or top. They might be the top two in uh, pace of play. This is going to be a fast this is going to be a fast game. I mean, it, but it could go the other way. Maybe they decide to go Zeke versus Chris Carson. Either way, any way you look at this, it's going to be interesting. The Cowboys have a beat-up defense. The Seahawks have a beat-up defense. Can Jamal Murray finally make that impact that they've been looking for him to make? I think the Seahawks' the defense is better than the Cowboys. I think Russell Wilson is obviously better than Dak Prescott. I'm going to go with the Seahawks at home, even though that home field advantage doesn't really work <laughs> right in, in these circumstances. But I still th- I still like the Seahawks uh, to win this game. It's going to be a high-scoring one, though. It's going to be a fun one. Sunday Night Football, the one I'm looking forward to the most, the Packers going to New Orleans. The take on the Saints, I've been waiting for this matchup for years now. And we – Michael Thomas is out. Devontae Adams is doubtful. <laughs> so, I, which quarterback can step up? Which receivers can step up? We saw the Saints, without Michael Thomas last week, lose to the Las Vegas Raiders. Can they find something this week? And can the Packers find – they looked okay. I mean, Aaron Jones is going to be huge in this game. Marquez Valdez scaling. He's going to need to get those drops out of him. I hope he did those first two weeks. He's going to have to step up. Same with Alan, Alan Lazard and any of these other receivers. Jay Sternberger, he's going to have to not drop the ball this week. All these backers receivers are going to have to step up to make up for not having Devontae Adams, who's the second best receiver in this league. Meanwhile, in the Saints, they don't have the best receiver in the league. And, you know, Jared Cook's going to have to step up. Fucking. Who is their special teams dude? I can't remember his name ever. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, he's going to have to step up as well. Like all these guys, Alvin Kamara for the Saints. It, it's going to be interesting. Like who, which which team is going to be able to overcome that big injury on offense? And which defense is going to be able to take advantage? I like uh, Saints are favored 52 over under. Might be less than a 52. No, it's probably still going to be 52 at least. Um, I'm going to go Packers just because the way Aaron Rodgers has been playing has just been crazy good. And I, again, we saw the Saints without Thomas last week and they just, they, they looked lost and Drew Brees doesn't look completely accurate and his arm strength still isn't there. 
Um, meanwhile, Rodgers has looked phenomenal. And, he, you know, through two weeks, you can argue that Rodgers is in the MVP category as well. So I like the Packers. I like Aaron Rodgers to out-duel Drew Brees in this one, which is potentially a playoff preview. NFC Championship, maybe. We'll see. That'll be a good one, though. Monday Night Football, an even better game. What a freaking – what primetime games we had. We got Cowboys-Seahawks, and then we got Packers-Saints, and then we got Chiefs visiting the Ravens in Baltimore on Monday night. I mean, if you're not watching this game on Monday, then you're not a football fan. This is going to be absolutely amazing. I cannot wait for this. I like the Ravens to win this one because the Chiefs have – See, they, especially against a good defense in San Diego last, well, sorry, LA Chargers last week, they seem to struggle. And Patrick Mahomes and his rookie running back and Clyde Edwards-Alaire, they couldn't get things going right away, even though they did come back and they won. The Ravens haven't had a struggle yet. And I, I don't know if that's just because they're a better team or if they were facing lesser competition. Um, but I do like Baltimore's team. And to Baltimore, to me, feels like the best team in the league. Their defense is improved from last year. Their offense is improved with the addition of J.K. Dobbins. It, it's a crazy team. It, it's it's scary to think that a Ravens team from last year improved. And that's what happened. Um, but this is going to be an amazing game. I mean, 54 over under. Hammer the over on that because the Chiefs, even if the Ravens get up and they're running the ball, Mahomes is going to drop like two two or three 50-yard touchdowns to bring him back in the fourth quarter or something like that. This is going to be an absolute barn burner of a game. I think this is going to be a lot like the Chiefs-Rams from two, a couple years ago. I, I think it's just going to be absolutely insane. So I cannot wait for that game. I am, like I said, I am going Ravens at home just because – we haven't seen them struggle yet. (laughs) They've had a pretty easy way. So, and the chiefs, the chiefs need to figure something out. They need to start hot. They really need to start hot in order to stay above these Ravens. But that's just going to be, not to say that both of these defenses aren't good. Um, And that's another reason I'm going with the Ravens because I'd like the Ravens defense a little bit more. And not to say that either of these defenses are bad, but these offenses are the two best in the league right now. And to say that they're not going to put up a combined 54 points is kind of crazy. So, yeah, that's that's my predictions for this game. Like I said, this was going to be a short podcast. I'm really sorry. Um, but uh, Sunday night, we'll be doing, you know, reactions to week two. And we'll do, you know, we'll we'll talk about everything that happened and the impact that it's all going to have. Because it's week three, we can actually start forming opinions on a lot of these teams and like full fledged opinions, not just kind of guessing or overreacting type of things we're actually going to be able to start forming legit educated opinions on these so I'm, this is the type this is the time of year where you start kind of seeing what's going to happen or seeing if teams are going to bounce you know need to bounce back see what they need to do so i'm i'm very excited for this week lots of good games that we just previewed so follow us on twitter at frko podcast follow me at howard j dingers Follow the, my other podcast, One More Last One on Twitter and One More Last One Pod on Instagram. Subscribe to both podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Give us a five-star review, and I will see you on Sunday night. still can help with the disposition of just a young college kid with all the privilege. Trust me on belief, so catch me storming through the villages. Keep an image of Priscilla with the J. Dilla Dilla. Need another dollar, dollar in Manila, so vanilla with a swirl, let the blade run. 
tongue drips Slice down the middle of our nation Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation Kept me busy since day one Accusations Pockets gained a little weight Like my ex-bitch Still the only bricks that I've been stacking Been in Tetris Never measure up Cause we've been on a different metric And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul With Palace and Preen logos Acid wash jeans The Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa I just wanna jump from the top And fly solo Fill the hole in my soul With Palace and Preen logos Acid wash jeans The Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa I just wanna jump from the top And fly solo